Hey, it's Corey Eppolo. You know, we all say, that's not going to be me. No way. When I get that promotion, that will not be me. I'll never do it. Except that uh, in one way or another, we're all guilty. What did you do the last time you got a raise? Did you, did you start spending more? Even just a little bit? Well, when you start a higher paying job or you get a bonus, it's natural to want to reward yourself. You worked hard. But if you're spending all the new money you're making, you're going to create bad habits and end up then in the same situation you were in before with the no extra savings. It actually has a term. It's called lifestyle inflation. John Kovacnik is a financial advisor from Cherokee Investments at Bank Cherokee. John, good morning. Good morning, Corey. John, have you heard of lifestyle inflation? Uh, we've heard of it, and we see it every day, and, and a lot of people are involved in it. It's, it's a dilemma. Yeah, well, what's your message to clients? Uh, we tell our clients that you have to be careful not to fall into that trap, and you have to take some steps ahead of time to make sure that doesn't happen. What's amazing, too, because I think just mentally, it's always like, well, when you're working, well, you know what, when I get that raise, I'll just be making that much more, and I can save, and, and I, but, then it, but then you get to that next step, and it's like, well, you know, then if I make that much more... It's just, it's like a never-ending cycle. It is. It's a vicious cycle sometimes. And what people don't think about is when they get a raise, they maybe get a 2%, 3% raise, 2 or 3%. But when they go out and they change their spending habits, they increase them far greater than 2 or 3%. And then they get in this trouble of a rat race or a vicious cycle of trying to stay up with the Joneses and keep things going. Uh, John, uh, Vanguard released a report saying the average retirement account balance was just $26,000 in 2017. And that, that, that's not enough, is it? It's not even close to being enough, correct. Yeah, what, what, would that, uh, what would be the number that people should target? Well, I think if we look at it as everyone's individual needs are going to be a little different and what their goals are going to be a little different. But on average, our clients want to be able to save 10 to 15% of what they make and put it away for their future so that they're not working forever and ever or they can have a little more independence down the road. We're kind of a, uh, kind of a buy now, pay later culture, though, aren't we? Uh, we're absolutely, and we're becoming uh, more and more so as technology and uh, advances in those areas make us want everything now. We're immediately needs-based kind of society more and more every day. I saw this too, John, and, and let me know if this is accurate or not, but um, I saw this online in that, in that same report that said financial advisors say Americans should try to save about 10 times their income for retirement. Is that fair to say? Well, I think if you think about it, it's really depending on what lifestyle somebody wants when they retire, but they have to really start thinking about that when they're in their earning years. And so that's where this lifestyle inflation can really catch us in the in the tush, right? Sometimes yeah. we don't really see it's coming, and the next thing you know, we're in this cycle where we can't even catch up to ourselves for retirement. What are those uh, prime-time earning years? Right. So if you think about the cycle of somebody coming out of school, so they're probably a poorer student. They haven't really had to spend a lot of money. Now they get into their earning years. A lot of people peak in their mid-30s to mid-40s. That's our peak earning years. Mm. Yep. The American Institute of Certified Public Accountants, this was another report, John. One in four Americans said they felt envious after seeing someone posting on social media about a vacation or a new purchase. And then 40% said they then looked into doing something similar even if they couldn't afford it. 
Yeah, so I think one of the things we have to think about in our own lifestyles is we have to match our experiences and our vacations and the things we want to do with our own budgets and our own abilities to pay for it. And so if my friend's going on a $50,000 luxury cruise, maybe that's great for them, but how about I just go up north and go camping and see one of the most beautiful things in the world, the North Shore, and I do it on a lower budget. What's the what's the main concern when you meet with people um, when it when it comes to uh, finances and, and even just like you know like for us like I'm like pretty pretty detailed with our budget okay we know how much we're spending here and we know how much we're spending there and, and is that is that what you see is that kind of a problem sometimes. I think that's the key. Exactly what you're saying is when somebody sits down and they start thinking about how they're going to save for their retirement or for their kids' education, it's having a budget and kind of having something in writing. And therefore, when things get tugged and pulled and they're looking at social media and Instagram and they're thinking maybe this is something I should take advantage of, they can look at their budget and they can look at it in hard writing and say, wait a minute, I've already spent what I'm supposed to do for my vacations or I already gave away my gifts for the year. And so they can have that in, in front of them and then kind of keep to that budget and not necessarily sway and get caught up in this whole lifestyle inflation dilemma. You know, everyone's different and, um, and how much they want to save and, and obviously diversifying your retirement is important too. Is there, is there any, are there any new, um, are there any new funds or anything out there that's, that's really popular right now? I think you hit it right on the head, actually. The key to really having a successful retirement savings plan is having diversification and not putting all your eggs in one basket. We hear that over and over, but it's actually really true. We experienced that at the end of 2018 when the market got a little choppy. People who had investments and savings that were a little more diversified, they can weather that storm. They also, I think, is really key to avoid the lifestyle inflation in that trap is to have an automatic savings plan where it gets out of sight, out of mind, and it just starts building on its own so you don't get tempted to stop saving when things are tough. We're talking with John Kavaznik. He's a financial advisor from Cherokee Investments at Bank Cherokee. Uh, John, how do you sell retirement as a priority? Because, to be honest... It- it isn't a lot of fun. So what's your sales pitch to people? So that's an awesome question. And I would say it this way, is I don't have to sell it to people. We're talking to people who realize that they have a need and that this is really important and that they want to accomplish that. And our role is really to help them get there. But we're not in the business of selling people on something they don't want. Now, I think if you come in and you haven't been sold on that, that's up to the individual client to make that choice. But we're here to help them understand the benefits and the, and the downside of not doing it but we're really not here to sell somebody anything. We're here to help fulfill their needs yeah. and help them accomplish their goals. When, um, you know, I know in our budget, um, I just, I put it down, I write it down as a part of a bill. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like savings this much or life insurance this much and um, American funds, you know, this much. And so it just, it gets, for me, it's just like locked in into this. Like it, it's basically a bill each month. That's, that's how we look at it. Yeah, and that's an awesome technique and a great way and a good strategy because, again, if everything's an automatic that's really important, then you know at the end of the month that there's something left over. It probably can be used discretionary for what you feel you'd like to do because you had all your automatic things, on uh, all the important items really yeah. on automatic, right? That's when you can get the new pants. That's when you can get the new blazer, John. <laughs> That's right. That's when you can dress for success if you really need to. Or like I always say, the ones who are already successful can dress any way they want. <laughs> That's right. John Kavaznik, a financial advisor from Cherokee Investments at Bank Cherokee. John, thanks for the time this morning. Yeah, you take care, Corey. Thank you. All right, you too. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, that's good advice, though. Good advice. Put it down as a bill. 
you won't notice it. It just will every month you'll cross it off your list. And then but it's doing good. It's it's working for your future as well. But uh, I found this interesting lifestyle inflation. So when you start a higher paying job or you get a bonus, it's natural to want to reward yourself. Dave, do you do that? Do you see somebody on Instagram and go, oh, man, that's a nice trip. I, I we should plan something. I think everybody gets a little bit of jealousy. That's what social media is for, right? You see somebody on a trip somewhere, and you, you, you know, you certainly dream about it. But I'm, I'm, I'm very cheap. I'm, I'll just mm-hmm. say it like that. I'm not even. I'm not even going to go with frugal. I'm cheap. So if I have a little extra money, I mean, and it's it's good that both my wife and I are kind of the same way in that we typically do think save first, mm-hmm. which which has certainly helped us. And you know, granted. If one of us gets a little bonus or a promotion at work, you know, we might go out for a nice dinner or something like that, you know, a dinner. But, you know, nothing nothing too extravagant because I think we both realize that I'm working in radio. And uh, not only is is the paycheck not great in radio, but it could end any day, right? Well, you splurged and, and got a parking lot that was a little bit closer here the last couple of days. I did do that, yes. And instead of uh, taking the train, which is about 5 bucks per day, I found a... Found a little spot that was costing me $9 a day, but I got to be inside and keep the car warm. So really, it was an investment in the vehicle and not having to get a tow truck yeah. or get a new battery or anything. So really, I may have saved myself a lot of time, money, and hassle. That's a good sell. Thank you. That's a good sell. If you have any questions, please contact Jonathan Kavaznik at jkavaznik, that's K-V-A-S-N-I-K, at securitiesamerica.com. ESG Players Podcast can be found on iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, and many other platforms through the Backroom Studios. That's Backroom Studios, S-T-E-W-D-I-O-S. Securities offered through Securities America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC, Jonathan B. Kovacnik, CHFC, registered representative, advisory services offered through Securities America Advisories, Inc., Cherokee Investment Services, Bank Cherokee, and Securities America are separate companies, not FDIC insured, no bank guarantees, may lose value, not insured by any government agency, not bank deposits.